0: Welcome back to The Best Thing You Watched This Week. We've got Chris from Movies and Munchies, myself, Ruben from The Ruby Tuesday. Every week we talk about the best things we watched or whether it's not so good in our audio podcast selection. And then we talk about a movie or film, something that we haven't spoken about before on this series. Uh, Whether it's new or old, we just get on it and something that uh, we want to talk about. So in that section of the audio podcast, we also talk about entertainment news and what we're looking forward to in the coming week weeks depending on what's coming out in the entertainment zeitgeist and following from that we have a patreon which starts at just one pound but we have many tiers and uh someone has joined the the highest tier on the nick cage tier uh, i'm sure chris is going to push put name which means we have to do a skit or a short film which we've now put into action we're going to be recording some this weekend and possibly during the week, and it's gonna be so stupid and 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 funny. So thank you for that. <laughs> uh, but if you want to join us, you will get to see that because when you sign up for a pound, you get to watch all the stuff that people have requested uh, to review, to do all the, the 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 poster things that we do, all the movie quizzes we do. This like seventy five, probably nearer eighty now that are videos that you can check out just for a pound and we have a nice community growing there yes. really interesting bunch of geeks and nerds and i love it i think that we have got a great community so thank you so much for supporting us on the patreon or however you support us do check out each other's channel chris at movies and munchies ruben and the ruby tuesday we also have twitters tweeters or x whatever the hell you want to call it but we are on social media, so you'll find us there but Let's get into talking about um, the movie quote quote Quiz from last week and find out who won, Chris.
1: Before we do that, I want Um, to tease something mm. to let everybody know because we want you to put this on your calendar.
0: Oh, thank you. It's going to happen.
1: This may be a train wreck. We don't (laughs) know. Okay. But on Saturday, January 6th of 2024, And we will get you, we will put all the times up, uh, like in the description and stuff so we can really figure it out. And then you can do all the math for whatever time zone you happen to be watching, listening, Mm -hmm. whatever in, live in. We're going to do a live podcast. (laughs) Real time on YouTube, both of our channels. You will be able to comment to us. We will respond we don't even know how this is gonna go this may be the first and last time we both live
0: (laughs) at the same time on both of our channels yes yeah this is this is a first
1: (laughs) this yes and so we invite you to come along with that saturday january 6th 2024 it's the first saturday of the new year we figure we will just start the new year off with a bang,
0: with a mess.
1: <laughs> yeah, with yeah, we don't know where the bang is going to come from. It may blow us up. We don't know, but it it will be entertaining for at least a couple minutes or sure. frustrating. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, okay.
0: <laughs> but if you've ever wanted to ask us to talk about something in uh, entertainment, media stuff that you like, ah, oh, I really love this, or they never talk about this. That is going to be in the chat. That's going to be your place yeah. to ask us, uh, and you know we will play it by the seat of our pants because we'll uh-huh. talk about what we normally talk about. But as the questions <laughs> and the comments come in, uh, we will answer those. So yeah, I'm yeah. Lo- I'm looking forward to it. Uh, just, uh, just I just I hope the technology just doesn't kill us. But yeah, yeah, it's it's going to
1: be an interactive. Um Something.
0: Yeah. It'll it'll be something. That's for sure. It will
1: be something. We'll have a (laughs) runtime. All right. Uh, This week, uh, our winners for the movie quote quiz, Nostromo and Red Comet both got all three. Mm. Uh, The answers, Atomic Blonde, Red Sparrow, and Kingsman Secret Service. Wow. So the... The uh, the theme is Fem- espionage, assassin. I was gonna uh, go femme fatale, uh, but yeah, yeah. D- well, not, well, not because quite. of Kingsman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Close, mm. but yes. Um, if you've never read the books, Red Sparrow, I haven't seen the movie, but I've read the book, and the book was mm. excellent.
0: So uh, the, book, the, okay. the, the movie was interesting.
1: <laughs> was it? I'm, mm. I'm sure. Well, based on the, I mean, <laughs> from the book, it, it had to be yeah, different. <laughs> Okay, are you ready for this week's?
0: As ever. (laughs) Anticipating.
1: (laughs) Okay, number one. So I take pleasure in the details. You know, a quarter pounder with cheese. Those are good. The sky about 10 minutes before it starts to rain. The moment where your laughter become a cackle. And I sit back and I smoke my camel straights and I ride my own melt. Okay. Okay. No, nine out of 10 war victims today are killed with assault rifles and small arms like yours. Those new, those nuclear weapons sit in their silos. Your AK-47, that's the real weapon of mass destruction. Okay. For someone who was never meant for... Let me start over. For someone who was never, was never meant for this world, I must confess I'm suddenly having a hard time leaving it. Of course, they say every atom in our bodies was once part of a star. Maybe I'm not leaving. Maybe I'm going home. Great great. quote. Do you know that one?
0: No. I know none of
1: these. Oh. (laughs) I thought you might know the last
0: one. I'm going to guess Clint Eastwood. For all three.
1: Um, so let us know in the comments. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to confirm or deny Ruben's guess there. Um, there is a theme to it. Uh, but, yeah, just, uh, give a little space, as always. We'll give you the shout-out if you get all three of them. Ruben, do you have a question for us?
0: Is Elon Musk a genius or a loon? Let oh, me know Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I mean, at one point I thought maybe he was a brilliant businessman because he would buy companies Mm. and then put more money behind them and, you know, some of them were successful or just make a lot of money. Mm. But then you, you watch him spend $44 billion on a platform (laughs) and absolutely ruin it and drive it into the ground and then tell his advertisers to F off (laughs) that strong move. Strong move, especially <laughs> after losing, like, Apple, Disney, uh, Europe. Yeah. Um, you the know. big advertisers, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm. Um, but he does have a company called The Boring Company, which sells flamethrowers. So.
1: Re- really? Mm-hmm. For To everybody? Anybody can buy a
0: flamethrower? Well, he had... Uh, they sold out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, as soon as they went on sale, they went... And they were, like, new handheld, more compactable, yeah. Oh,
1: well, some people just want to watch the
0: world burn. Yes. <laughs> exactly. All right, let us know in the comments. What do you think? Uh, a loon genius, both? A loony genius. Genius loon. <laughs> yeah. What is your take on, on the mask of, of a man? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into cool. the best thing we watched this week. All right. All mm. right. I can't see first. if you're nodding. Oh, you're am I all pixelated yeah. and yeah. stopping
1: for your thing? I'm yeah. I'm just going to do
0: this. And <laughs> I, it's it'll make you, kind of, you moved from one side of the screen to the other side oh, of the screen in like a, a second.
1: Well, there you go. Um, how about I go first? You want okay. to go first? I'll go yeah, first. go first. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to talk about one just for a second because the embargo is not up, so I can't actually dive into it. Okay. But I saw the color purple right. this week. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was blown away by it, honestly.
0: Really? Um, Have you seen the original?
1: A long, long, long time ago.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I was not looking forward to seeing this one, honestly. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: because it's not only is it a musical, which is, that is not why I was not looking forward to it, but the content is so dark and sad and just Mm -hmm. oppressive at times that I didn't know how it was going to do. We laughed and cried during this i mean it is like belly laugh laugh (laughs) there are some moments in this that are just they steal it so there you go just know that when it's um when it comes out that's one that you're going to want to you're going to want to see
0: this is not on my list at all of things i want to see. yeah
1: yeah i tell you no i i didn't want to see it i was just i didn't think it was going to be I mean, even seeing the trailer for it, I'm like, "Well, okay, that's that's great that you're doing a musical of a very dark subject, um, mm. and just sad, you know." Yeah. And they weave so much joy through it. It's okay. it is not. Well, i glad. What I wasn't I expecting that.
0: Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. No, yeah, no, okay. I was like, okay. "Wow," floored. So, so, so okay. what's actually on your on your first?
1: Uh, leave the world behind. This is a thriller on netflix that i know you you watched it also yeah i watched um, it with my wife last night yeah yeah it, for me this is haunting mm. and it's so atmospheric i love the f- poor the 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 feeling of we have this family on vacation weird things supposedly happen And then strangers are knocking on the door of this family who is vacationing. They've got an Airbnb Mm -hmm. and you, you can't tell at the beginning whether or not the visitors are telling the truth because there are just enough beats in here to make them unbelievable, but also believable. Right. There's a score in this that just, it, it's ominous the camera movements are really patient uh that we you know some of them are very artsy kind of uh because you know you have these long shots or these just these static shots where the camera looks off into (laughs) like a field or a Mm. a grove you know of some of trees and everything and you're like what am i supposed to see here am i supposed to see anything (laughs) and it's also then combined with odd angles. And I'm not talking about like the, you know, the Dutch angles where they just go, just to try and make you off kilter. I mean, more often than not, they would start at a 90 degree angle. I
0: was trying to remember where that was in the film. I was listening to a review and both my wife and I looked at each other. Where was that? in uh, it, the movie?
1: It did it a couple of times. There was one where um, in the middle of the film, Julia Roberts hands Ethan Hawke a glass of water. Right. And he's laying down. But that's not how you see it in the, and so it, it, uh,
0: okay. it was just
1: it just plays with you a little bit like that. Mm. Um, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, the performances in this just gripped me. Julia Roberts, I didn't like, which I'm not <laughs> supposed to like her. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to, yeah. No, and which, which is great, because then we do get to see some character growth within her. And I, and I, and I like that, that there's, she's not just a static character throughout. She does change, mm. you know, change better, worse, whatever, but she <laughs> changes and it's, it's, it's engrossing there. Mahershal Ali, brilliant. I mean, he's just, he's, he's so soft-spoken and just so calming. And he was like the voice of reason at times. In this, you know, like, well, let's just wait and see, or let's do this. But because you don't know if you can trust him or not, it's <laughs> always on edge. And then Ethan Hawke. Now, the, the towards the very end, this is when he gripped me the most. Because he has a scene with Kevin Bacon and Mahershala Ali, and it is frightening and extremely tense. And then raw, that he, I mean, just like soul-bearing almost. And I loved the vulnerability that he put into the character for that. Um, For me, I think part of the reason why it's haunting, and I I saw some things on, like on Rotten Tomatoes, I read some people's reviews and I watched a couple videos that people had done after I had uh, recorded my review. And some people don't like the ending. Uh, some people feel that it was ambivalent or ambiguous I don't and think ambiguous. it was ambiguous. Is the right word I, I don't think it was ambiguous either it's it's very plain at what happens I mean it it's it spelled out for us and for for my wife and I as we watched it we were like oh this is like really close to home mm. I mean as an American watching this movie and as our country goes to crap yeah it you, you know and and some of the things that they talk about you're like holy jeez i hadn't even thought about that part of it <laughs> and you're like wow that's stop giving people ideas you know <laughs> <laughs> you know um so it was i mean yeah i i absolutely loved it i mean this was 5 out of 5 for me because it was <laughs> i was i was freaked out and uncomfortable and just on edge and half the time, I didn't really understand why. I mean, mm. it, there's just that aura and that atmosphere to it that was just unsettling to me. And I loved what that did.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, and then it didn't, I loved that it didn't leave me with an ambiguous ending. That it gave me something and I, it, felt, it felt plausible within the world they had set up mm. and a, a good payoff for that. You didn't like it as much as me, though.
0: <clears throat> no, I really like some of it. Like it really felt like uh, Scheilemann, like his mm-hmm. early films, especially mm-hmm. with the the score. Very Shylerman. It's like less is more with the score, so you have the score that's there the whole time, but it's like tones. Uh, it's just like it's it's awkward, uneasy tones that will make you that'll put you on ease. So you're it, whatever you're meant to be feeling, it guides you into a certain way of what you're feeling. I have to say, I'll never look at deer the same way again. Like, like, how do you make an animal uh, scary? This is how you do it. Um, I don't think they explained everything enough. Hmm. Like, not that you have to explain everything, but there's some things that they left at the ending. Not ambiguous, but there was stuff that happened during the movie that, were like, but that actually wouldn't work quite like that. That's not how that affects that. And so the the logical. I guess the logic of it, like my brain was putting things together. I guess when you when you're in this type of movie, you plan, right? You you think, like, how would I do it? What what mm-hmm. would I do? What would that look like? How would that go about? And because of the atmosphere, which was incredible, that just kept building and building. Once we got to the end, I kind of felt let down. Like I didn't feel like there was a big reveal. There was a mystery. Like oh, is this this is it. Oh, there's not more to it than this oh, okay cool fine this is this is how you're ending it so i expected because i had in my mind then that it felt like it could even be otherworldly could actually be in an alien invasion um mm. you know we didn't quite know what it was once we yeah. got to the end and it was just like oh yeah but this is so believable it could be like a documentary like, this. <laughs> you know, <it's> like <laughs> yeah okay fine <laughs> mm. yeah i'm not surprised <laughs> at all the the ending with with one character I thought was totally predictable, but I wanted that for that character. Uh, <laughs> yes. Like 100%. Yes. You've got to yes. end it like this. That's how you end it. It feels wrapped up. But also, I also feel like the other characters would meet up with that one character because they'd spoken about, they'd set it up. So that wasn't ambiguous for me, I think, for, for anybody that had issues with that. Film Filmmaking-wise, there's some incredibly beautiful shots. Like there's a corridor shot in red lighting where a character just stands still. And they just hold it like you were talking about just holds holds on it and that haunting moments or things that you see for a second that a character sees and then it's not in there anymore when the next character sees uh beautiful moments with characters dancing together uh with music i thought like incredible scenes but you also just don't know who to trust so like in one hand i was like yeah this is great but the whole time we were thinking where's it going i also feel like Mm. it once it, you know where it's going, it took too long to get there. So you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. we get it now, like, tell us, reveal it. And then when we got to the reveal, I was like, no, be more than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could totally see though, this would hit harder if you were living in the States, like, this is way too real. Like in the UK, we're not quite there yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> like, you know, we're coming into that territory. But like I could totally see how this this would be like. Whoa, man, this is too much. Now, performance-wise, is great. Hated Julia Roberts's character for the most part. It's like she is the worst. How are you even married to her? Like seriously. And then you have, uh, you have the 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 two that arrive, the young girl, youngish girl. Uh, because I think uh, people with Af- African heritage generally can't tell their age. I have a friend named Steph. He's looked like he's 26 for the last 30 years. Like he's over 50 now. Dude. And he just like, they just beautifully aged. That's, that's, <laughs> that's how you just, and it's just unfair. So yeah, I was like, totally. W- whenever it comes to uh, African American or uh, British uh, African, you just don't know. So i would just say, I don't know whether she's young. I would say she's young ish going on she had tattoos so i would
1: say so there's a certain age right
0: like yeah Yeah. (laughs) so uh, i didn't like her either i thought like she she was equally as awful as julia roberts's character for me like i was like yeah i don't like the way you act the the way you react um even if this is the the thing that you're saying it is the way you were acting towards those other people's that's pretty shit in itself like where's the 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 human side of you people like where's the good human side maybe that's what it was it's like they were showcasing good and bad human sides which is yeah probably more realistic as to how we would react
1: especially when you put them in this
0: situation for sure um i think it's pretty accurate like with how (sighs) there's a story that's very relatable to our current generation being so swept up in its technology that we've lost a bit about uh where mankind used to be gatherers and herders and hunters and if you took all that technology out of the world how would that current generation be able to survive if they were thrust back into the hunter-gatherer world (laughs) and um yeah I thought that was it's it's an interesting discussion because I think even without the apocalyptic nature of it there is this generation and the younger generation that is losing a lot of that
1: Well and and for like mean you uh, Gen X mm. I mean we're a feral generation right <laughs> yeah. so um whatever i'm gonna go find a twinkie and a box of um, macaroni (laughs) and cheese we'll hunt that way yeah (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna start a little fire because you know i've burned things down throughout my entire life um you know i'm okay if i don't see anybody whatever we're good it's fine (laughs) have a box of twinkies man (laughs) Yeah. exactly exactly dang it they're Um. (laughs) ho-hos all right what's oh what's on your list um, a
0: PR company sent me uh, 4k of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning uh, which is part one I hadn't seen it since the cinema release I know it's been out in digital for a while uh, I've been holding back because I was hoping I was going to get one of these uh, Kay my partner hadn't seen it so I was interested to see how she reacts she she likes them but she's not like oh, I've got to watch the next Mission Impossible movie she's like, if, I'm mm. out, if I'm watching it she'll watch it with me and she likes a good action spy. She does, she does like assassin movies. So this is, I guess you. this is a sort of assassin movie. Uh, you know, there's definitely assassins in here. There are definitely assassins in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was interesting because I don't, at the time when I watched it, I thought it might be my favorite mission movie. I don't think it is. I think um, it's, I've downgraded it since. Mm. watching it the second time like the stunts are there but the story is a bit weak like it's it's been done a lot especially as a what my feelings was which everybody wants to be doing is that part one and two really leaves it open-ended and with the current state of the world you know we never know when we're going to get these Mm -hmm. between the the strikes and covids and new covids pitching up yeah yeah, yeah actors dying in between you know if if you if you don't film your stories like lord of the rings does back to back you really stand a chance of not being able to complete your story within the time to keep the audience that you have and mm-hmm. maverick found a place the tom cruise's other movie found a little place before we got the the barbenheimer stuff but this mm-hmm. film really got let down by the barbenheimer movements mm-hmm. because i think it would have done much better and i think people forgot kind of like it was there and then it was gone because there was the next big entertainment uh sweetie to eat up and yeah. uh so the stunts in this are incredible there's a train scene that might be one of the best if not the best action scenes ever made like it's phenomenal uh, and <laughs> i was watching kirsten's face like she was tense like <laughs> You know, and because, I was just you know, like they, oh, they, they played up the the motorcycle jump so much. That's fantastic. Which, I, I love which I, I do appreciate
1: that. because mm. the train scene the train is scene. even more. Yeah, you know, like so you didn't even know that part was going to be like that, and I'm like, oh wow, okay. Mm. So you you wet our appetite with something spectacular, and then just blew our minds after that.
0: Um, I'm very interested to see how they wrap up part two Mm. because uh, the the ai story has been done to death Uh, we've had it so much i'm tired of it um and if you're waiting now it's because tom cruise has always been at the forefront of the storytelling but because it's two parts do you see what i'm saying it 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 might be old for the first time and that's not how you want to finish the franchise off (laughs) Mm -mm. because this is his last one he won't be doing any more whether they jump onto the the, one of the other characters they've been talking about maybe doing a spin-off Unfortunately, my favorite character, I don't think, will be able to do that. Uh, I think my favorite mission, other than the first one, still Rogue One, not Rogue, Rogue, um, Rogue, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. I think that's still who.
1: Uh, who's your favorite? Is it uh, Jeremy Renner?
0: I, I I do like him. I, I like him. He's a lot. great in it. Mm. But yeah. I I like I like I would love Benji. To carry on in some in some way like i I need him or hayley atwell's character in the new one like she she had so much chemistry with tom she was perfect i really liked the story they were building for her i cared more about their story than i cared about the actual arc that makes sense yes (laughs) like i I couldn't give two hoots about the MacGuffin. i i care Mm -hmm. i'm in it because i like the characters
1: and that that scene where they switch seats in the car um as it's tumbling is
0: oh I don't know but it's comedic timing is brilliant yeah yeah,
1: Yeah. and even before that when Tom Cruise is chasing her on the motorcycle (laughs) the looks that he has in his eyes are I mean I laughed out loud so many times because he's just he's incredulous he's like
0: (laughs) it's one of the (laughs) reasons uh, we keep going back to watch night and day uh, Mm. because because there's the same sort of comedic Thing. This is this other fish-out-of-water character introduced into an assassin world and he's trying to like look you gotta be with me Can you stop running away? Uh, <laughs> it's that it, it works really well um, The other thing about physical media well number of things is that the company can't <coughs> Get rid of it suddenly on a platform even though you might own it or have like paid for that subscription and get rid of it so own physical media which i think is another thing also all the incredible um special features there's a commentary with um macquarie and the editor oh, nice for the whole film and they talk about like their breakdown and just kind of have a, a like, like what fun they had and what was the hard bit and for me that's always really interesting to c- coming from the people that were right there and then there's all the stunts special features and that's really what you want to see uh, yeah. so give that a go you know i enjoyed it i love watching stuff i haven't seen i love watching content i've seen before with people who haven't because i want to know if they experience the same sort of buzz that i got from it the first time or it was just me because i love film uh so that's always good fun but crystal clear on the 4k so 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 nice. good yeah well and it
1: it um it also lets you know how well the story resonates too. Yeah, exactly. You know, when other people yeah. watch it who have never seen it or whatever and you, mm. yeah, nice. Dude, that's a, that's a great, I can't wait to watch that again because it was just, I remember I saw it twice in the theater and it mm. was, was blown away. So,
0: yeah. It, it's fun. It's fun. <clears throat> cool. What's next on your list?
1: Um, This one is, it's still in theaters, but it's also on demand. Um, so it's a higher price on demand because you still see it in theaters, you know, right. uh, still cheaper than seeing it in theaters and more. So the thing that I like, um, better is that most of my theater experiences lately outside of press screenings have been terrible. Yeah. I People yeah. showing up, you know, 10 minutes. Okay. So. I don't know if it is in the UK the same amount of uh, like trailers, but we have typically about 30 minutes yeah, of trailers about, before the movie. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> People show up 15 minutes late to the movie. So they're 45, so they're 45 minutes late minutes after they, the start they, time. The start, yeah. And then they, they take out their phone and they go, oh, let me, there we go. And they oh, yeah, turn yeah, on the, their the flashlight, lights, like to like, try and find the. Yeah. <laughs> and they're talking and they're getting situated. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? The, you had all this other time to come in here, but no. Um, and so being able to control the environment, I think, yeah. and I think that's a detriment actually is what's going to actually hurt theaters in the long run more than anything is because they, people. If they don't,
0: yeah, yeah, if
1: they don't get the crowd control under control um, and, and start enforcing like, Politeness and mm. uh, etiquette within
0: there. Yeah. You you just don't have... Home and- put your phones to sleep. Like if you're a doctor, but you don't need to be looking at your Facebook or, or whatever social media feed while you're watching the movie.
1: Yeah, I, I like during the first Aquaman, my wife was so just not into it. She left. <laughs> she went outside, sat in the hallway, <laughs> and just
0: <laughs> and scrolled. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, but, well, at um, least she went out. Like. I know so many people. Yeah, a lot of people, they full brightness and everything, and Mm.
1: yeah. Well, so anyway, all that to say, I watched a movie at home that is still in the theaters, and it's been getting a ton of buzz. I had wanted to see it, just didn't have the opportunity to catch it in the theaters, but it's the holdovers. Mm. And um, so you got Paul Giamatti, and (laughs) it's kind of like, now this takes place in 1970 the story does so it um so it's like a modern day but prior um or no it's about the same time era i think anyway a dead poet society it has moments of this because
0: (laughs) chris that's 50 years ago
1: (laughs) (laughs) um that's almost how old i am um oh my gosh Okay. Anyway, so modern day the,
0: dead poet society,
1: yeah, because the um, it's at a private school, mm. um, and it's an all boys school, and so you have um, basically what happens is over the holidays, over Christmas, uh, there are a handful of kids that they can't go home, their mm. Their parents are either rich, whatever, and they don't want them there, it doesn't really matter, but they're holding over. The semester, you know, between semesters at the school, Paul Giamatti, uh, is the one tasked with being the teacher, the one responsible, the adult responsible for watching over the students that are there. Yeah. Um, and then you have, you just have this, uh, this friendship sort of that develops between one of his students and him. There's also, um, a, a cook. Uh, she runs the, she runs the cafeteria and the kitchen and she stays on also. And so she cooks and she gets, she begins to interweave with their, with their interactions, Mm. which is great. I mean, she's invited in, they, she invites them into things, everything else. Um, There's a moment, this is kind of a, it's, it's not straight up comedy and it's not straight up drama. There are sad moments in here. There are some gut punch moments. And then there are laugh out loud moments Um, the first time we watched Paul Giamatti walk into his classroom, the things he says to his students, (laughs) I am, I mean, we were, I was dying because it's just like, it's witty, it's highly intelligent, and it is so searingly biting. I mean, it's (laughs) just, it's, he's insulting them like crazy because they're so privileged and dumb, um, you know, and... The story itself, the progression of it, it is, it's patient. It's just a slowly evolving relationship Mm. Um, invested in it the entire time. I think you can kind of see where it's going at points. And I didn't mind that because it was kind of, for the most part, it was the trajectory that I wanted. I don't necessarily love how it wraps up. Mm. But that's, that's more of a, a personal, uh, choice versus a, does it make sense for the story? Absolutely. Is it great for the story? Absolutely. It really works. Um, the, the aesthetics of the film are outstanding. Like the opening scene has literally has crackles in it and stuff on the film. It looks like we're watching a film from the seventies. Oh, cool. Um, but it's, I mean, it's all put in digitally. You yeah, know, yeah. it's it it was filmed on digital and everything else, but it's it, it's what they beautiful did is in look. front of the
0: lens they were just like throwing bits of salt. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep,
1: yep. Then yeah. they had some people just walking in the background, you know, even cracker jacks <laughs> and everything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Old school. Uh <laughs> totally. Um
0: it, <sighs> Paul Giamatti is brilliant. It I mean, is. when is he not? Like even if the the thing he's in is bad, like yeah. a Transformers movie, let's say He's still great. He, yeah, yeah. He.
1: I remember the first time I remember like actually noticing him, him in a role mm. was in My Best Friend's Wedding. And
0: Wait, what? Who was he in that? With Julia
1: Roberts. Oh, he has a very small role and he was the best part of the movie. He is a bellhop in a hotel where Julia Roberts is and they sit down and have a conversation and he shares a cigarette with her. It's like, it's like three, five minutes maximum. Riveting. He is so good. He's the best part of the movie, but <laughs> so you, you watch like him in this, uh, on re, I, uh, the first time I watched it, I loved it, uh, okay. on rewatch later, yeah. I didn't like it. It's just, you, you look at actually the story content and you're like, that is really horrible what you're doing. <laughs> you're just a terrible person. Um, it here. He is cranky and gruff, but also there's a warmth to him. There's a loneliness and a brokenness that sits within, within him that may or may not actually be shaping some of him, you know, and throughout it, we get insights and the struggle that he has internally mm. of how he should act or how he should be the role model for the students. But then also when situations arise, how does he deal with these, you yeah. know, and, and is it, does his, his true desires take over? Does his, uh, like his, <laughs> how we would all respond take <laughs> over or does he mask that or, you know, so it's, he's complex and the, um, the, the guy that plays the the student, the one that he really has they they have this contentious relationship really. Dominic mm. Sessa, this is his first film. He's wow. only done stuff on um like in like I think a regional theater, like not mm. even Broadway or anything like that. So this is his first and he is <laughs> they work well together. Okay. And then you have Divine Joy Randolph who plays um the the kitchen lead, and she is tremendous as well. I mean, she's just you. You, she has a wonderful backstory that you look at and you Mm. can resonate with, or you can at least understand. You know where she's coming from and why, where where her emotions
0: come from, where her state of mind comes, and. um, I really want to see this. I've heard nothing but like mostly everybody that I've, I've seen talk about this. Um, unfortunately I'll have to wait until the 19th of January.
1: Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's kind of like Godzilla minus one. Cause you don't get that until what next week or something next like week, that. Yeah. <laughs> S- several weeks after it's already, yeah. this is ridiculous because this has been out. When did the holdovers come out? Good Lord. It came out in the U S like, um, in November, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, November I feel like
0: 10th. I've, I feel like I've heard about this film for a while already. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mm. So anyway, it is definitely worth seeing. I don't know if it's the best movie of the year. I've heard some people. That, uh, yeah, I've that seen for some people really
0: rate it as like, yeah. this is my new number one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, it, for me, no. It okay. is up there, though. It's really good. Uh, okay. And it's especially because <laughs> the tone of it feels like it's just going to be depressing. Hmm. And while there is sadness in it, there's also hope,
0: and there's. That's good because it definitely comes across that way as like a depressing film uh, when you. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's not. Yeah,
1: yeah. so definitely, yeah. I, I, it's stupid that you can't see it. You should see if you can rent it online. I might be able
0: to (laughs) rent it via VPN or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, (laughs) because it's. I think it's twenty bucks on Amazon. I think That's what it was. So, which is. Far more inexpensive than going to the theater,
0: so especially if you buy any like confectionery
1: yeah, well, you, me and um and the family we went and saw what did we see recently? I don't know what we saw a uh, hundred bucks though, just for tickets
0: oh just and for tickets? Vi- just know, for tickets. I don't know why your tickets are so expensive, dude because we would we would pay about like at my local view cinema, you can pay anywhere from four ninety nine to seven ninety nine. So I normally do like a five ninety nine ticket. So if I bought confectionery, it would cost triple the amount of the ticket. But if you're renting or buying, you're renting from fourteen ninety nine to twenty ninety nine. So it, this is why for me it's cheaper to go to the cinema.
1: Yeah, here the the prices are about fifteen dollars a person okay. for the ticket so we're double <laughs> or triple what you're paying yeah just uh, just on that and then just. then the snacks yeah, yeah. it's oh my gosh okay yeah so it's and when we go to see the at movies at the theater my son works at if yeah. he's not working we get 50% off on the the snacks Ooh. and i will still drop 30 to 40 bucks on snacks
0: yeah, and so, that's still with the discount. That's fifty yes. percent off. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, that's crazy yeah. man.
1: So it's yeah, it, it, it's an expensive outing, and then and then to have people talk through the movie.
0: Yeah, uh, you just paid so Wish Buddy to go uh, to sit. No,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. You may not get up after the movie's done. <laughs> you may just die where you're uh,
0: at. So
1: anyway, okay. Anyway. So the holdovers. Yeah. Yes. What uh, What's next on your list?
0: Uh, I'm going to talk about a billion dollar franchise um, Okay We watched avatar a Number of times love that watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, avatar 2 thought it was a good documentary um, <laughs> However, there is now avatar This is called frontiers of Pandora. It's an open world game where you get to play in Pandora and when i say play in Pandora everything you could do you wanted to do like in the movies like mm-hmm. becoming you get to do that like you get to tame your own flying dragon you, you know Shut up. Um, really no, you get you fly around the misty mountains you <laughs> you hunt and gather at night the fl- the flora oh. and the fauna come alive in those iridescent like oh. bioluminescent oh colors the part of the storyline is that humans are like mining and uh, The the landscape goes all black and gray and so you have to go and destroy the mining to to, uh, Revitalize the land and as soon as it's gone like one of the mining things all the life and color comes back and it's just like So you are a navi, but you're a human navi Um, So you've been raised by humans you managed to escape them And then you've got to learn everything that you should have n- learned as a Na'vi. So this is where the game teaches you where you get like your skill trees and things, everything that a Na'vi would have as an adult, you don't have. You need to learn, kind of like Jake. And it intertwines into that story as well. So uh, you get put in like a hibernation chamber, whatever. And someone says to you, uh, I'll come back and rescue you. And that was basically the first Avatar when Jake was like rebelling. Uh, and then you come out and I presume it's somewhere in between uh, or just after or during the second film. So it really intertwines nicely. It's you're you're investigating a part of Pandora we haven't seen, which is great. You are a, your people used to be uh, travelers and um, like a, what, what do we call them? Gypsies, although that's not the oh, correct yeah, terminology yeah. anymore. Um, sure, basically yeah. a traveling people a traveling group, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, and so you you want to link with other types of navi. Now, I haven't gotten that far. I've done a couple of hours. The first 20 minutes may put you off the game because you're stuck in like uh human barracks basically and it's all like a gray corrugated really early halo think like halo 1 and 2. That's oh. sort of like and it's like oh this is not great. But they do that on purpose because there's this when you're escaping um, and it's also like first person; you only see like your hands, like uh, so. You you are the camera, everywhere you're oh, looking. Oh, okay. Um, even though you do collect different items of clothing, you don't really get to see it. That the the items <laughs> of clothing can like upgrade your health or whatever. You know. Oh,
1: okay. Um, okay.
0: So there's this bit where you come out of the first twenty minutes of the game. There's this like tunnel of bright light, and then you, as you walk out, you see Pandora, and you're mm. like, "Holy crap! Like this is great." man this is my uh this is was meant to be my christmas present but it came out now so kirsten like okay you, you might as well play it now man this is like making me feel like a kid escapism at its best uh the story is fun so far i'm sure it's going to get a lot better but i've heard very good things this is ubisoft in collaboration um so if you think far cry but earlier far cry ubisoft stuff because their last couple of games Just haven't been great. They're open world. they they really bogged down the map with like stuff to do and collect and and, and, uh, like go there, go there, go there. Here, you won't run into bad guys all the time. The world is big. You will run into them while they're doing stuff. But a big part of the there's like a three tiered arc as to what you do in this game. You are the hunter gatherer where you got to learn about the fauna, learn about the species learn how to hunt then then you got to learn about your heritage who you are as a navi and the people and then there's the 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 human side of what they're doing so you it it plays equal parts to all three of those so you could spend easily like like an hour just exploring and not really run into like people but you'll run into animals that might want to eat you and you oh. remember those dogs with like six hands <laughs> y- y- yeah, yeah like those yeah. are one of the first things you're running to that are evil um you you come across those mech warriors you know mm. the like that you, you see jake fight you get the sense that you are big but in pandora you are small so when you're running yeah. around human settlements you, you're massive like you, you feel like a giant yeah. uh when you punch a human they they did, like, one-time punch with those <laughs> arrows, the size of spears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Like, a, a vibrant, fun, exactly what I wanted out of this game. I could do more games than films, I think, at this point because I wasn't, like, blown away. Very pretty-looking film, but I yeah. don't think the story was all that. I'm hoping yeah. the story is very good, but it's that's my early kind of review for this.
1: Nice. is uh, Does it incorporate the score from the films in...
0: Um, I haven't game. heard much of the score at the moment. Actually, mm. I haven't paid attention much to that. I'll have to okay. hear it. I mean, it's it's certainly... I'm still in the moments of where I'm going, oh, ah, ee, look at that, like, <laughs> yeah. the things that they've incorporated, like the spinny little flower lizard oh, yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, all all around. I'm climbing up large mushrooms that are, like, bright green to get up a mountain thing nice. and connecting to plants to, to you know, help me. Uh, have my past memories come back as part of the navi all that it's all very much in- included a lot of fun That's i can't awesome. wait till we finish yet? Yeah, because i'm gonna I- i'm going <laughs> gonna go play yeah, yeah. So,
1: so is that cue yeah. for shut up let's yeah, just, shut up chris okay we're done, okay. Yeah, we're done, we're done. Yeah. thanks for joining us yeah, no. See you, See you. <laughs> awesome right mm. on um the last thing on my list uh this is an older film mm. and um I watched it after I had watched, um, leave this world behind or leave the world behind. Um, I was just kind of in an Ethan Hawke mood (laughs) and I, I don't know why it popped into my head, but from 2016, Antoine Fuqua's The Magnificent Seven remake.
0: Oh wow! With Denzel
1: Washington, Chris Pratt, Ethan Hawke, Vincent D'Onofrio, Manuel Garcia-Rulfo, Haley Bennett, It's uh, such a cost, eh? Lee Byung Hun. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! Peter Sarsgaard is the is the bad guy. I mean, this. I there's parts of it that I remembered because we saw this in the theater and I loved mm. it. Um, I own it and uh, it. <laughs> I just, the the collection of characters, I think is great because it it is, it plays out definitely like a Western, but then when we get to that final battle at the end, I, I, it struck me like if I asked you what is one of the greatest gunfights in cinema, what movie would you say? Uh, Heat. Exactly. That's, that's the one that came to mind. This one, while not as abrupt and, um, modern, (laughs) Antoine Fuqua has taken that kind of same sensibility. The (laughs) gunfight in this is so long. I mean, (laughs) it is just, they don't stop and there's the peril in there. And, you know, you have some of the, the, the humor that's mixed in, um, there's a real there's a real threat and a real danger and I really I like that um mm. and it's just it was I think the st- and, and I know it is a remake I mean it's a remake of the you know whatever that one was the other western
0: but this is by the same name um yes and also it's it's also that was a remake of the seven samurai so
1: oh I didn't realize it was a remake of *Samurai*. That's because there's another movie or show that was based that was that way too. That I like, I didn't realize, and then I was like, "Oh wait a minute!" Like it's it's not one that you would expect. And it it, anyway, yeah. It's (laughs) it's done so well. Um, All of the characters. I mean, you get hero moments. You get um, just these funny parts where. You know, the interactions are not what you think they
0: might be. I really want to um, watch this again now. I, I watched it the first time when it came out at cinema and re- I really enjoyed it. And I was one of those like, should you be remaking this? I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, it like I mean, just the the whole cast. I mean, because like. Vincent D'Onofrio doing that weird thing with his voice. So he's got this (laughs) kind of high fish voice that you're like, what? And, um, you you know, when they first see him, Chris Pratt's like, you know, is that a bear wearing human clothes? Um, (laughs) just, I, I I had forgotten how much I enjoyed this. Hmm. Um, it had been quite a while since I had watched it. And, uh, so it was a good, it was a good revisit. Um, it definitely, it's faster paced than most Westerns because it has it has more of a a modern sensibility to it yeah um the ruthlessness in it is
0: just i think that's amazing. why it makes it because the story at the beginning is what makes you rooting for them yeah 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 so there you go nice okay yeah. um next? i don't have any more but i do have uh uh over 9000 it's Ooh. over 9000 over 9000 <laughs> um okay so this was a someone mentioned this anime i i I knew of it uh that it had started running on crunchyroll at least that's Mm. in the uk Uh, i think it was paul nolan he said had you seen this and i was like no check it out i put it on my list and uh normally that kind of stuff gets bumped down because we are this is ridiculous but i saw it again and so i remembered and i started watching it and i was like this is weird it's funny it's quirky it's pervy kind of up my street <laughs> um under okay. ninja is a new anime um it's there's 10 episodes and basically it's in a world where ninja are around still but it's like in modern day ninja they don't necessarily wear ninja outfits the outfits they wear are like hoodies that can turn themselves into like cloaking Gadgets like they can cloak themselves as in cloaking technology. They go invisible um, and they're bulletproof. Like, so they, they wear like modern day outfits, but there's like mm. 20,000 uh, ninja in Japan and 20,000 uh, police officers and 20 or more than something army. And they all kind of work in tangent within each other. They know of each other. As long as they don't step in each other's toes too much, uh, that that is fine. Something happens and there's a huge mission where everybody's being called like I mean everybody's being called to one town uh, with one school and so what you get is this weird amalgamation where the anime is introducing different ninja from different clans that are rival or together or haven't seen each other since they've been training a lot of them don't even know each other because we even when they're training all they could see of each other with the hoodies and the masks that they're wearing just the eyes so mm. like i think i know you sort of thing uh but they all get called into this one town nobody knows why they know it's a big mission but they don't know what's going on we don't know what's going on and so you have People and shop owners that, for some reason, are like an old lady. You think she's just a normal shop lady, but she'll pull out like a samurai sword. Uh, you'll have uh, the, the uh, you'll have the principal of a school who's been there for twenty years, and he is like. Got ridiculous amount of skills. You got Mm. uh, all the students that are ninja for some reason, and then you have the character that isn't trained at all, who just happens to live there. You know that kind of. (laughs) It's just in in amongst uh, the craziness. So you have this going, and it jumps back and forwards in time because we'll have a a, a thing happen and a a fight where characters meet each other. We'll see it from one perspective, and then it'll go backwards, and we'll show it from another perspective of another character. Mm -hmm. a little bit hard to follow that way but once you meet up into like the moment then you you kind of have the idea of where everybody was coming from so it was really clever the way it did that but the arc is the draw is you want to know what the hell is going to happen and whatever's going to happen is going to happen in the next couple episodes i think because i'm a 10th episode and they've like now built up to that thing happening and normally these anime shows run like to, to 12 13 the, the first season is like 12, 13 episodes. So we'll see. So far, I love it. I, as I mentioned, there's perviness, there's like. A kid that likes trying to steal a bra from a young lady and he doesn't get to do that he gets beaten up or electrocuted <laughs> by a ninja and then he then this nice. ninja then this ninja uses him and says if you want this bra i'll give it to you but you got to do this mission for me so it's like <laughs> first you think he was good but then he's just using him uh it's so classic anime and the action when you see it is it, it, is great uh but the characters are can <laughs> just have you laughing your head off it, it's it's <laughs> weird but you really want to know what's going on, like the, the outfits that some of the characters wear, are not what you think. They're oh. like you think that character is one thing, but they're actually another thing. It's really
1: fun. Oh wow! Mm. Well, uh, does this is this like a weekly release, or does Crunchyroll have them all at once? No, yeah,
0: it's been weekly, so it's okay. th- been going for a few weeks. They just released episode ten and i presume it will end soon so now's a good time to start watching it actually because by the time you finish you'll probably be if not like with it or ending with it yeah
1: rock on yeah mm. so you you chose a good time to start i did yeah so right i don't now. have to wait yeah. too
0: long for any more episodes so yeah nice um that is all my anime okay
1: hey thanks for sticking with us this far in the podcast we appreciate your ears Don't forget, uh, wherever you happen to be listening, if you could rate and review us, that would be huge. Uh, At some point, head over to YouTube. youtube YouTube.com, right? Oh, my gosh. I almost said dub, 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 too. (laughs) (laughs) Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, me, Chris, Movies and Munchies. Uh, Like, share, subscribe, do all those things. Uh, Don't forget about our Patreon opportunity. Patreon.com slash TheBeardedOnes. It's one pound to get you in there. Uh, We have just recorded... One of the hardest tier lists, uh, super tough ever. Yes. Um, we also have a live broadcast coming up on Saturday, January 6th, uh, times to be figured out, determined. (laughs) Um, but it's because Ruben's in the UK, I'm on the West coast of the United States. There's eight hours in between us. And then there's all kinds of other hours around the world, wherever you happen to be listening uh, or <laughs> watching. So yeah, there you yeah, go. We'll try that. and figure
0: out the best time. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's going to suck for for a handful of people, regardless. Mm. Um, we are going to talk about um, a movie that we had. Wa- we didn't talk about our Christmas movie in the in the live in the video portion. Ah, oh, flip. <laughs> well, hey, guess what? You get an extra helping. Uh, we <laughs> we we've got a Christmas movie that we watched together that we had never seen. Uh, we watched another movie uh, that we want to talk about that has uh it has some significance for things that are coming up um, in the cinema, and then uh, we talk about the thing that just didn't make our list necessarily for the week, as well as. Uh, entertainment news and things that are coming up in the next week or so uh, that you might want to put on your calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, since we <laughs> since we messed up and didn't talk about it in the first, you want to talk about our uh, our Christmas movie?
0: Yeah, um, Advent calendar was one that we man we really tried to find a Christmas movie. We just we struggled this week to find one. We did. Yeah, so I'm glad. <laughs> I found this one. I have Shutter, so it's on Shutter here in the UK. Is it on f- for you? It's on Shutter. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. 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 Uh, I didn't mind this. I thought it was a really interesting concept.
1: Yeah, uh, the the synopsis on IMDb says Eva is a paraplegic. On her birthday, her friend Sophie gives her a strange advent calendar. It's not the traditional treats you find when you open each drawer, but quirky mm. gifts are, that are scary and get bloodier. Um, it, <laughs>
0: I liked this. Um, I didn't love it, but. I, I- every time it got good i wanted them to delve more into it more into that right? right there's so much you could have done because every bit of the calendar is a scarier thing or the consequence of what you're doing could mean so much more and even the the, the creature creation that they have very much like a a pinhead sort pinhead, of character yeah, yeah. yeah. um mm-hmm. it's creepy and well done they needed to do use that more I I think because you have 24
1: of these that you have to get through, I think mm. that's probably why. But they could have they could have expanded on several of them. Mm. And you know, um I agree. The <laughs> the one I think that that I laughed and was like, "Oh, that sucks." is <laughs> um she ate the clock candy. Oh yeah. And you're like, "Oh, damn, that sucks." I wondered
0: what that was going to do. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Um it's there's this it's this messed up advent calendar but it's not the kind like you just flip over you know that you buy at a no, at a, you know very a corner cool. store oh the yeah is intricate and yeah. locks and everything and you can only open it on the next day mm. um it was
0: it's was very creative um adult jumanji is a similar premise <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
1: just kind of horrifying there um yeah I think, uh, I mean, I I liked the ending. Um, I wasn't sure I was going to because it of how it, um, I don't want to give it away.
0: I'm not sure I understood but, the ending because I thought it was like, <clears throat> let's say a couple of the characters might have, whatever. They, but then they, there's a clip at the end And I'm like, does that mean they didn't?
1: (laughs) No, it means they did. But (laughs) it's hard to talk about
0: without whoever. Okay, so basically it's a it's a advent calendar that gets given or people find and it carries on as the cycle keeps going. And yes. so that's what they're introducing at the end, that the cycle is going to keep going. I don't think that's a spoiler, because at the beginning, we know that they picked it up, but the cycle, you know, it was introduced. So if you take that away from it, the story that's within it is whether you can survive this. And one of the, the rules, I think, make it really fun, don't throw me away, eat everything. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you
1: eat a candy, you have to eat them
0: all. Yeah, yeah. If you eat a candy, you must eat them all. And then it's what happens when you do the stuff, or what the candy does. That is the fun part. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and I I think the actress who um who plays Eva, that's Eugenie uh, de Rowand, It's uh this is a, a Belgian film, by the way. Uh, she she was. Like, I liked her because there there are moments where she's trying to figure things out or whatever, and you're like, oh, you, you know, you're cunning, you're smart, or <laughs> stop, don't do that. <laughs> You've <laughs> the, gone too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, like, I, I hated her friend because this is all your fault. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: you suck. What did um, you do?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I did like the twist towards the end, though. There's mm. a you know that they, I didn't see that coming.
0: Honestly, no, I yeah,
1: no. And that was like I was like, oh wait a minute, oh well, that's actually kind of clever, yeah. you know. And so, yeah, I, we've been very vague about this. I know we have to be
0: because it, it would totally spoil it. You you want to, but let's just say evil advent calendar adult jumanji uh, world uh-huh. cinema so non-english interesting visuals great costume design tense yeah. a lot of the time frustrating some mm-hmm. of the time
1: <laughs> yeah and not not as effective as it, as it could be yeah. like you mentioned it 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 definitely could have explored and exploited mm. certain aspects sometimes though the the not showing was just as effective
0: i agree yeah Yeah. so i think uh, one of the 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 things that happened early on was one of my favorite there's a a dog and a car let's just say that and (laughs) i thought that was excellent yeah
1: it was it oh my gosh yeah yeah Yeah. that was well well played
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move on to our uh next one what are we talking about
1: uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory and/or Willy Wonka and the Charlie uh, the the Charlie Factory the <laughs> Chocolate the, Factory
0: uh, Willy Wonka in the Charlie Factory?
1: Yes, what? Because Wonka is coming out. You my finger! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! We just quoted that this week at my really? house. It's so Yes, old. because we were Seriously. talking. It was just that's so funny. Oh, <laughs> that's that shows how old we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wonka is coming out. Yeah. uh th- this week. It's out, here already. Yeah. For- oh, that's weird. That's just yeah, it's I, odd. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Timothy Chalamet or Timothy Chalamet. Timothy,
0: uh, Tim with the yeah, T. Yeah.
1: Wearing um Bob Crat. Nope, not Bob Cratchit. Uh, <laughs> Charles Dickens's outfit. Yeah. Um, I can't unsee that. That's just. <laughs> it's what it is. So yeah yeah i don't know i i'm I'm not really looking forward to seeing this they did they did not do a screening in my area Mm. and so i'm i'm probably good things
0: i've not heard bad things
1: oh that's good Mm. okay i mean i just i here's the deal we have the gene wilder willy wonka in the chocolate factory version yeah where that is nightmare fuel i mean that is yeah that uh tunnel boat tunnel scene yeah that is wrong like do you know it actually for a large <laughs> chunk of my adult life i would not watch the movie <laughs> <Really>? because <laughs> it had traumatized me as a kid and i was like i don't want to watch this it freaks me out
0: you know and <laughs> so when you watch the johnny depp version what did you think
1: i laugh <laughs> good morning starside the earth says hello yeah but he's a cannibal. he wants
0: to eat the children
1: no, that is cannibalism, my dear children. has frowned upon in civilized societies. Um, you know, chewing gum I is really gross. Chewing gum, I hate the most. Uh, um, this, this is the uh, what is it? The doll infirmary. It's quite new. Um, so, yeah. I uh, do. You have your preference. do you, Do you like both? Do you hate both? Do you like?
0: I don't. What do you think? Like it was never the the. I think. There were some films that everybody said you had to watch when you were growing up, like from the old school. You know, your parents mm. have watched them. Like, go watch The Sound of Music. Go watch, the, you know, um, Singing in the Rain and, you know, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and, and and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And I watched it, but I was never as enthralled. In fact, I I think I read the book of the second one, which was way more entertaining. The mm. Glass Elevator. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much more entertaining um i liked johnny depp's film it was just weird i just thought it was odd like it didn't feel like a children's movie it felt like a tim burton like had speed and <laughs> just lost the plot so girl's it was never girl, one of those films that, nuts. that i went yeah this is like this is for kids really okay
1: <laughs> yeah i'm not sure either of them are really for kids you know Okay so you so you, do you prefer Johnny Depp's version over Gene Wilder
0: or I would probably watch Johnny Depp's version cuz I have no inclination of needing to watch either but Okay <laughs> this new one is a prequel so it's about young it's before
1: which is which is also a little strange I got to say because in the Tim Burton version mm. we get that we mm. see Willy Wonka as a child. We see how he discovers the Oompa Loompas.
0: Um, oh, really? I forgot you know, all of that. Yeah. We
1: see how he become you know, how he makes the chocolate factory, you know, and he, how he built the, the Taj Mahal out of chocolate for that, you know, just all of these things that happened previously. But so you don't, don't
0: have Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa. This is true. We
1: don't. Uh, we we <laughs> have. Um, what's his name? Roy. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember. Um, what's Roy who plays the Oompa Loompa plays all of plays. All the Oompa, all the Oompa Loompas. Loompas. Yes. Um, deep Roy is yeah. Deep Roy. Um, <laughs> it's just, yeah. I like both for different reasons. I think. Okay. um, the Gene Wilder one I still think is much darker. Mm. Um, I it's think got a, like an mute, Oliver
0: Twist feel to it. It's pretty dark. Yeah, the
1: the music is better, I think, in the Gene Wilder version. Mm. But I laugh harder in uh, the Tim Burton one.
0: Well, that's because Johnny, Johnny Depp is great. at he characters is like that. Yeah, he
1: he knows how to embrace the weird. And and make it so personable. So I, yeah, I um, <coughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 cautiously looking forward to to Wonka. I honestly, I'm not that excited for it. But mm-hmm. if it's great or even just good and entertaining and sweet, maybe that'll be fun. I mean, I like yeah. Timothy Chalamet, so that's a good. Yeah, that's a good thing going into that. That I think he is a powerful actor.
0: So okay, okay. Yeah. What, what what was the worst thing or not so good thing that you watched this week?
1: You know, that's actually the funny thing is that I. You didn't have any. I well no I, uh, so I watched this movie called Everyone Will Burn, mm. and. It's it was a Spanish Spanish horror type of thing. Uh you know the the girl who play the the woman um Mercedes oh uh, what's her name? Um no Macarena Gomez. Um she plays Merce in um Thirty Coins, the oh, yeah. wife of the of the you know the mayor yeah Yeah. so she's in this and she's the star of this okay and um there's this it's unsettling it's not awesome of a movie it but it's got some some quirks to it and some a lot of darkness uh there's a grieving mom who lost her her child and he's not really a child. He's her son, that you learn. He's he's much older, um, and then all of a sudden, when she is at her lowest, this girl appears and calls her mom, and she takes her home. Actually, she tries to take her to the police just to figure out where she's where she comes from. Mm. Um, it turns out they get this bond, and it turns out that this this girl um she might be evil don't mm, but <laughs> the mom lives in this town that has a jacked up belief that to prevent the apocalypse there is a prophecy that they must murder sacrifice a child what <laughs> yeah and so they believe that this girl is that
0: oh wow the, okay
1: uh, And then you get some wonkiness, uh, you, you get some, some cool things that happen to certain people and Mm. you're like, "Mm, oh, okay. Um, (laughs) it, it, it's different. It's on demand. Um, I wouldn't pay a lot of money to, to watch it. Right. Um, but it was, it was different. I think that's really where it is, that it was a, it was atmospheric and, um a little freaky or at least disturbing mm. um macarena de gomez though she does overact at points mm. like and, well, you, and you, you see coins, that in like honest. 30 coins yeah you know how she it, it's
0: it seemed to it's work for like what 30 coins was going for though but not yeah. elsewhere every time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: it's yeah. it's just kind of it's a little weird so i mean yeah it's fun if you want to see it you know there you go but um yeah so it's called Everyone Will Burn mm. and it's actually it was it's funny it was create it was made in 2021 but is just getting a release so it was it was released in theaters in limited areas and then uh on demand as well
0: okay yeah um i want to talk about a movie you've already spoken about okay last week uh but i just you can just confirm so <laughs> I watched It's a Wonderful Knife.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Um, I hate that movie. And when I was watching it, I thought, you know what? This is actually a really good concept. Like, I love the idea of a It's, it's, a, it's a Wonderful Life. But the whole idea about It's a Wonderful Life is that everything bad that happens goes away at the end so the more and more lesson that learns right that's the lesson they learned Mm -hmm. Yeah. but the more and more i thought about (laughs) this movie (laughs) with that concept so but everything that happens in this movie goes away it's redundant (laughs) it's like none of that matters and then you just change the rules as well with like this ending thing that happens i was like you, you can't do that that shouldn't have happened i was just like so what I guess again, they're trying to say, "What's the lesson, but what is the lesson? Did she became a nice person? she Because she, she didn't.
1: didn't. really. No. I mean, she had a little bit of concern for somebody, but not.
0: <laughs> not a lot. I, no. So what was uh, the, the it, it totally like if you like, it's a wonderful life. I don't think you're going to like it's a wonderful knife. No, because it ruins the message of the, the story.
1: And it's not a good slasher
0: because there's very very oh very
1: few the, kills i mean bits, the candy cane kill was
0: was fun there are bits where i think oh they're they're really going to get into because it's ideas like there's this knife coming underneath the floorboards yeah. and i was like yeah that's nasty they do nothing with it just gone i was like why are you so generic you you have an amazing like, opportunity to go wild because nothing matters. You can kill people as bloody and crazy as you like. But no. So I was just like, no, this movie sucks. <laughs>
1: what is up with the sci fi twist towards the end? Where everybody's eyes are green?
0: Oh, yeah. Suddenly they are all. <clears throat> the evil is so overcome. It's something to do with the Aurora Borealis. And like, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I was just like, this movie has an idea, but whenever you were writing the script, nobody you didn't give the script to somebody else to say, "Can you vet this for me?" Just like, does this make sense? Because they would have gone, "I like the slashing stuff, but the story doesn't connect." Like, ugh.
1: Yeah, it's just—it was that was time of my life that I won't ever get back.
0: Good lord, I yep. wanted to like it. That's the because I love slasher like christmas vibe movies great fun
1: well and when they do these genre mashups you know like we have happy death day we have freaky mm. we have things like these you're like hey that's yeah. that's fun
0: yeah do more I, of that yeah and because you give like us this. kills do, do, yeah. yeah this was ugh. well and
1: you know and it's funny because i hadn't even thought about the fact that it's all inconsequential
0: yeah, it doesn't matter. None yeah, of when it. When we matters. were chatting
1: during the week, and I, I actually even told my wife. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Ruben brought up a great point." You know, and like, she's like, "Oh yeah, it makes it even worse." Um, <laughs> Why? <What's laughs> just yeah, just the
0: point of view. Who of a movie?
1: Oh gosh, if I were to rate it now, I'd probably rate it even less, lower. Yeah, it was just yeah.
0: Oh gosh. Okay, so avoid that. Should we yes. get into uh, news? Yes.
1: Um, you you hit upon <clears throat> one thing uh, when you were talking about um, Dead Reckoning, uh, <laughs> where a <laughs> uh, bi physical media, uh, because I saw several screenshots that people had messages on their PlayStation that on the PlayStation platform, Discovery digital products that you had purchased owned. Mm. were no longer accessible available just deleted no more what? access
0: to them how is that not illegal this is
1: why this is why i do not buy digital only ever it, all my digital things that i have i bought because i have physical copies of them and it came with a digital copy because you know we had there was i mean think about in our in just in the last i don't know 10 years the different iterations of companies that we've had i mean we've had uh movies anywhere and voodoo for probably the longest but movies anywhere absorbed fandango uh you know their fandango they had their own digital part of that um it's just it's <laughs> <laughs> stupid 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 so i and you're right i do not know how that is not illegal because it's it, for me that's theft right if i paid for it and now you have taken that away from me and my ability to watch it mm. uh, I, you know and so i saw somebody who was like well if you can do that then guess what piracy i have no problem with it then yeah
0: 100 percent. yeah yeah it, you, yeah
1: it, it's unethical it's yep. i just ugh. so anyway yeah. there you
0: go um for all the fans moaning about a certain apple tv series that wasn't like the book Nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so happy about this Foundation has been renewed For a third season <laughs> <laughs> Now I hadn't seen season two Foundation uh, Because I was so worried Because there was a lot There was a loud minority of people That were like This is not like the books This is not what it should mm. be And I was just like "Oh, They're going to kill it aren't they We're not going to get more But We've got
1: more, so... Um, so you're going to start watching then? <laughs>
0: yeah. Let me just say, Season 2 rated mm-hmm. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yep.
1: Wow. Yep. I I started watching Season 1. I have not been able to get into it. Oh, I have not sorry, given dude. up on it. <laughs> um, you know, I will, I will go back to it, but it has... I watched i think all of the first episode and then i'm into the second episode and i didn't know know. why i was watching you know
0: yeah you you need a few more episodes because there's got a huge world like well universe to build so
1: yeah so okay um (laughs) this this sounds like fun actually uh bleaker street one of the production companies they acquired sasquatch sunset (laughs) <laughs> um, for a 2024 release, it is Ari Aster produced, and it's going to feature Jesse Eisenberg as a Sasquatch. Amazing. So, kind of following in some of the similar uh, v- scenarios, I think that we've seen in some movies. He has no lines in this because he's a Sasquatch. So he does <laughs> he does grunt really and make growl. some noises. But, <laughs> yeah, but it's not it's not Harry and the Hendersons. Apes um, he's together, not gonna,
0: strong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, yeah, so I I think I don't even know if it's I don't know if it's a comedy or a drama or what, but I'm kind of there for it. Okay,
0: interesting. (laughs) Um, What do you make of this? Sean Gunn has been cast as Maxwell Lord in James Gunn's DCU.
1: Does does that even surprise anybody, though? Sean Gunn is in everything that James Gunn does. And James Gunn, I mean, he. He works with the people that he works with all the time, right? Yeah, his his wife or partner, whatever she is. But anybody I mean,
0: says that like, oh, it's all fair and you, they, everybody's uh, like auditioning for these roles. You're telling me that there wasn't another hundred people that were as good as James Gunn. I love James uh, James Gunn, and I love uh, Sean Gunn. I think Sean is hilarious. <laughs> He's, uh, yes, But it's just it's it's it doesn't sit good in the mouth. <laughs> Let's just nope. put it that way. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, this is weird because um, <laughs> because at first I hadn't thought about it and then I saw a bunch of people's comments and I was like, oh, crap. So Warner Brothers and A24 have signed a deal to bring all past and future A24 films to Max exclusively after they th- their theatrical debuts with how warner brothers has been doing things are they just going to take all the a24 stuff and delete them (laughs) Uh,
0: maybe get a tax break get money back who knows that's yeah that that's a weird move from a24
1: i think i think what they're doing though is looking for a a better distribution platform after the fact you know,
0: well, that's not going to help the UK because they're still sucky, and Warner Brothers isn't in. I mean, we don't have HBO or Max you don't in have the HBO, UK. Yeah, uh, the the best we have is like Sky that has some of Warner's stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm real I'm more surprised that they didn't go with like Prime or Netflix. Mm. Um, and I can see why they didn't go with Netflix just because sometimes. Prime would have been a
0: better fit for A24. I think even Apple would have been a great fit.
1: Oh, my gosh. Apple would have been a perfect fit. Mm. So, yeah.
0: Anyway, um, in in news of more dumb humans, <laughs> and this made me laugh, Keanu Reeves' house was robbed by <laughs> burglars who stole one firearm. I mean, are they actually trying to wake Bubba Yeager up?
1: Yeah. Well, at least they didn't take his dog. But, I mean... Dude. Th- yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to WB uh, Warner Brothers for a bit um, you know how there was that because um, what would be a week without something ridiculous yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know there's the Wile e. Coyote movie that they yeah. shelved that they mm-hmm. weren't going to you know put out and then there became kind of a bidding war like everybody else was like well hey we'll take it yeah, you we'll, know we'll, you're, yeah. you're stupid well apparently though the movie only cost like 20 million to make or they were going to write it off for twenty million, but they're demanding way much more for for the purchase of it.
0: Oh, what dicks! Okay,
1: yeah. Which I think I think somebody had said like a couple weeks ago uh, online that Paramount should buy it and put it on because I mean, how awesome of an fu to warner brothers than for paramount you know one of the the you know the big the big titans of of movie studios to take their a flagship i mean this is an ip that has been since what the the 40s
0: yeah it's a stable yeah (laughs) yeah just weird stupid yeah um chris you need to start saving money because there's a website called Uh, pure arts, which is pure arts, which is they're Doing a prestige line for the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Geralt of Rivia half scale statue So half the scale of a human Um, The stuff halfling Yeah, the stuff that this (laughs) comes with and the detail like real swords real chainmail real leather hand-stitched hair is like it's crazy it, it's like real girl it's three thousand four hundred and ninety nine dollars uh and it will start coming out there's a five hundred will be sold in 2025 so yeah just start saving no no that's, <laughs> that's no? creepy
1: <laughs> yeah no um I, I in news that i don't care about mm-hmm. um the squid game reality
0: series it has been renewed for season two it has isn't it yeah i had that on my news as well
1: (laughs) if they don't kill people off i don't care about it i mean that's come on i want to watch the real thing i want season two of squid game to come uh
0: in my best news um we had the game awards yesterday Mm, and mm -hmm. Baldur's gate won game of the year oh did it really yeah it did yeah and amongst other awards as well which is great because it, it's not technically triple a although it probably is heading towards that now but it it beat out all the other big triple a games and which is crazy uh from awesome. this tiny studio uh i mean it's not tiny compared to other indie but compared to like sony studios and rockstar and you know, all those <laughs> the other yeah, games that yeah. it was competing against. Uh, this is really good news for these style of games. I'm very happy.
1: Nice. Mm. That's cool. Uh, did you ever watch Lucky Hank with Bob Odenkirk on AMC? No,
0: but I know of it.
1: Uh, okay, well, yeah, it's cancelled. So ah. there's not going to be more than season one. So, okay, there you go. Yeah.
0: Nicolas Cage, news? <laughs> Always. <laughs> he says he has three to four more, more movies left before he leaves film to go to TV. I saw that. That is intriguing. Yeah, can we have three to four more national treasures? And then he can go.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or like a, um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. <laughs> yeah something stuff like that something yeah fun like mm. that yeah um i mean i enjoyed mandy and even color out of space and some of these mm. weird ones but weird
0: ones pig
1: uh, oh my gosh <laughs> if he, he i'm pissed that that still didn't get um nominated for all kinds of awards because that is that is a brilliant, brilliant yeah it's
0: crazy movie. it's crazy that it didn't
1: i think a lot of it because people went in thinking it was john wick and yes. it, yeah. And uh, that's the marketing's fault, really. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, uh, one bit of news, well, final bit that I have, mm-hmm. uh, which is good news, which <laughs> sucks for you still, but Godzilla <laughs> Minus One, mm-hmm. it is now the all-time highest grossing live-action Japanese film in the U.S. box office history. Nice. That's awesome.
0: That's Yeah, so he nice. keeps...
1: Like it had a limited it had like limited theaters, and because it did so well in that opening weekend, they expanded and so now it's getting more show times, more screens, everything and it just you know people are uh, digging it, they're loving it, and so it's well deserved
0: okay I hope it's as good as you're making it out to be <laughs>
1: it's phenomenal
0: uh should we talk about what we're looking forward to coming out this week? Sure. Yu Yu Pak show It looks good. <laughs> does look good. Netflix are kicking ass with these live action anime adaptations at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, that and Chicken Run, Dawn and the Nugget are the things I'm ready <laughs> to complete <laughs> you <laughs> on the net, 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 uh, this week. Y-
1: yes. Um... <laughs> this is funny because it was probably one of my most disliked reviews ever um huh. Reacher season 2 comes out this week yes on Prime yes I am looking forward to watching it I'm have you not started with, watching it yet no not yet okay. um yeah I'm I'm going I'm going Can't in wait for all the hate you get uh well <laughs> hey I might really enjoy it I don't know no. we're gonna see <laughs> you, you know what's weird is yeah. the release date here for poor things was uh this past weekend okay where i live it is not playing anywhere it does not come digital already (laughs) here till the um the 15th wow why i don't even understand that like in the us shouldn't you just kind of i don't know
0: anyway yeah this was released (laughs) on the 8th september yeah. O- things. Wait, September? In U- September in the UK. <laughs> Is that a film festival? I don't know. That's the oh. official release date. Uh,
1: what the flip?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well. Anywho. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> I'm
1: going to see it, I hope, this week. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um,
0: There's an animated limited series, um, not for kids. It's an 18. It's called... Um, uh, Carol at the end of the world <clears throat> Everybody else Everybody in the world knows The world's ending There's a giant something going to destroy it There's, We can't escape it So we have uh, I think like 7 to 9 months And then the world will end So everybody's doing everything they ever wanted to Living their best life But Carol doesn't want to do that She just wants a normal life She wants to go to work and do normal things And, uh, and um <clears throat> Uh, it looks really weird and quirking right up the street. I've seen the first episode. I can't <laughs> okay. talk about it just yet, but I'm excited to. Well, what was that coming on? Uh, Netflix. Oh, okay. Mm. okay.
1: Mm. Outstanding. Uh, uh, the Family Plan is coming to Apple at the end mm. of the week. It's a movie yeah. with uh, Marky Mark and Michelle Monaghan. Have mm-hmm. um, you seen it? I don't know. Action comedy? I have not. I. Um, so i don't know we'll we'll see it looks from the trailer it looks kind of like generic uh family action comedy
0: right so we'll see okay i don't know um in the uk on netflix not a netflix original this is spider-man no way home extended edition so i i haven't seen the extended edition yet Mm -mm. i know i think it's got like 10 minutes i'm interested to see what's in there So might give that a go like i didn't want to buy it just for the extended edition but i'll definitely watch it like on streaming
1: okay yeah yeah that yeah and then you can know if it's worth it if it's actually if that 10 minutes is (laughs) Mm. great or not uh there's an indie horror uh that's coming to on demand on the 12th called a creature was stirring and it's um
0: what's what channels now
1: Uh, VOD. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, we'll see. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's it's indie. So yeah, kind of creature feature, I think. So well, yeah,
0: that should be okay. There's a um, on Netflix at least in the UK, there's a series that people have been telling me to watch for years, but they just haven't had the rights to it. At least in the UK, it's a Korean series, not original, but it's called Happiness. I've had so many comments, like, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, really want to dive into this one. It's basically, really short, it comes out on Tuesday, a really short synopsis is, uh, residents of a high-rise building fighting for survival when a deadly disease breaks out and turns the infected into uh bloodlusting zombies. I heard this was a very good, because we've had so many versions of that. I heard yeah. uh, this is very, very good. So, um,
1: uh, I'm looking it up right now just to see... Huh. Yeah, I don't even huh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. from twenty twenty one. Yeah. Was when it was first released. Cool. Well I hope it's coming to the Netflix in the US also. Yeah, I hope so.
0: Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um
1: there is a uh is that a what is that? It's is that a documentary? Um face to face with ETA or ETA conversations <laughs> with a terrorist. So it's, um, oh, with, uh, yeah, ETA. It's a, I guess, a, I don't know what the, it's a terrorist organization. (laughs) Okay. Maybe. And so it it is a documentary. Yeah. It's a film. So it's not a, it's not a, you know, drawn out type of, um, thing. So that, yeah, could be, could be good. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. So I think that's also what, you know, there's, yeah, anyway. Mm. Like okay. I don't know anything okay. about the not the show, the attack and the group. Mm. So I can't really speak to like, ooh, this will be really intriguing or whatever, because I've never even heard of them. But right.
0: yeah. uh, um Godzilla minus one, UK. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Finally coming out.
1: There you go. Well and then we got Willy Wonka here too. Willy Wonka. Yeah. Willy Wonka. Uh yeah, that that's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I got.
0: I swear there was some more Apple stuff, but I can't remember what they would be. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's enough.
1: Yeah. Okay. Bye. Hmm. Well, thank you for joining us again. Uh Don't forget, like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday. Me, Chris, Movies and Munchies. Uh, We have our Patreon opportunity at patreon.com slash thebeardedones. One pound is that entry. And uh, gets you into access to over 75 videos, which is crazy. Uh, more being added each week, which is a lot of fun. Um, and we, we love our patrons, the community that we're building there. And so we, we invite you to check it out. Join, join us over there. We're having a live broadcast.
0: Live. Um, Ultra Lord. <laughs>
1: Saturday, January 6th. Well, at least for us, I don't know how time zones work in certain places. When we get to the international dateline there, I don't understand. (laughs) Um, so I don't know what day it will be, whatever, but we will make sure to post times and everything. We just want that to be on your calendar just to, we would love to have the interaction as we do our show, uh, to answer questions or just have the. (laughs) <laughs> the feedback. So that'll be fun. <laughs> um, uh, rate and review us wherever you happen to listen to podcasts podcast. Did I ever say that? I don't even know if I said that. But uh, with that, hey, we will see you next week. Take care.